Jake, you're up. It's episode oh, yeah. 258. It's preparing. It's been a few weeks. Get a whole 90s themed intro oh, prepared, I'm sure. Oh, we should do a sure. 90s themed intro. I didn't think of that. What's uh, what's the theme to Friends? We could just all hum that. Hello. Wow. <laughs> oh, let's just do let's just do um Seinfeld. Yeah, that's recognizably the Seinfeld theme. <laughs> Sorta. I mean, here's the thing. I can't think of it off the top of my head, so as far as I'm concerned, that's that right. That sounded right. It, it, like, it's also like weirdly close to the Home Improvement theme, <laughs> which Jake knows the entire thing. <laughs> So, Chris, go back in the footage, find the time where Jake sang literally the entire Home Improvement theme. Did he do that? He did. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, I know what we could do. It's a rare condition, this day and age, to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition. Is this from 96? It's probably a little right. early. A little it's earlier than that, matters. but it still would have been uh, playing at that time. Yeah. It, yeah. it would have it's, been heavily in the in the public consciousness. It's actually kind of surprising how many like 90s sitcom people we never did get on Star Trek. Like I know we do eventually get George. But Urkel would have been great. We never got Urkel. We never got we never got Patrick Warburton, who I feel like that's kind of a shame. Yeah, he really does have the uh, the alien look. Well, he even could have been an evil... This is Putty from Seinfeld. He played the Tick in The Tick. Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Yeah, he was Putty. He was the mechanic He's that just would, like, oh. stole Jerry's car. He's the a one that who was guy. dating Elaine? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that guy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I do remember that guy. He, he also maybe would make a good uh, evil admiral. He would make a good evil admiral. Actually, he's he believe he is an admiral on Space Force right now. No, he kidding. is. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Space Which Force is terrible. It's real bad. The, like, oh, I, I like the part of the first season that I saw. The are uh, the. Space Force is like kind of middling at the moment, but I'm willing to give it some more. But uh, the monkey episode from the first season is made me oh, laugh extremely I remember that. hard. That was pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, it's one far. of those shows that is worse than the sum of its parts because yeah. like all of the yeah. actors are pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's know. got a it's got a it's good got cast. Dame, it's got Dame John Malkovich in it, who like never plays anyone but John Malkovich. John Malkovich but is, is but he does an excellent John Malkovich in the show. Like, yeah. Yeah, you hire John Malkovich to be John Malkovich. Yeah, you want to be you want being John Malkovich. Anyway, why are we talking about '90s stuff? Or why were we? Right. We haven't even started the show yet, have we officially? I have no idea. We'll right, see what right, I right, feel right, like in the edit. Here we go. <laughs> this is all, all post credit right. stuff now. Damn it. Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. <laughs> Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. 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 And Malkovich. 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 Now that, that word has credits content. <laughs> that word has lost all meaning. Semantic satiation. All right, for real. By a Star Trek podcast. My, uh, this is episode one hundred, nope, two hundred and fifty-eight. 
Whoa. Wow. Hey. It's a the humdinger. Fl- the flim flam man is back. Yeah. It's <laughs> unexpected. What? Jake's your your character that you're being right now. This is, this which is, is what just, character? This is, which is how I always talk. Fair. It's just Jake. What are you talking about? Uh, I will take a uh, a uh, mint julep, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally different action. Now I say, I say, it's Star to Steer by Star Trek podcast. I have my mint julep here. You flatter me, sir. You flatter me. You flatter me. me, sir. You flatter me. Yay, we've gone off the rails. <laughs> All right, anyway, this is a Star to Steer Her By. Star to Steer Her By, episode 258. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Motherfucker! <laughs> anyway, my name's Jake, and I'm joined today by... Chris. Oh, we're gone. Ames. <laughs> Caitlin. And Justice! Justice is here. Justice is here. How does it feel? Okay. Okay, we're talking about two episodes. Well, one episode. It's a two-part episode of Star Trek. Star Trek Forager. Forager. It is is the fourth fourth, uh, series, not including the animated one, so I guess we could call it Forager. Oh, my God. What are we doing? Dark Dark Trek Forager. Same thing we do every week, Pinky. Watch Jake Flounder around trying I'm to do sorry, the synopsis. I'm sorry, I'm having a bit of a problem. I cut the inside of my ear. You did. And I think it has damaged my brain. That's not what Yeah, the, so we're talking about Star Trek Voyager. Two episodes, but one episode of two parts. Star Trek Voyager. What the fuck is this thing called? Future's End, everybody. Future's End, the end of the future. As they we know it. They say the titular line in the they episode. They do. Yeah, it's weird. The first contact titular. or in this? In this one. Oh, do they? Yeah. I know they do in first contact. Well, they say Star Trek. They don't say... They don't... It's not Zeph from Cogman saying, Oh, you're all <laughs> astronauts on some sort of Star Trek first contact. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They say futures no. end in first contact. Oh, no, they, they, oh they, watch yeah. your futures end. Yeah, but they, it's different context. Yeah, that's... It's, it's also... It's possessive. They it? say... Star Trek season uh, three episode <laughs> seven uh, futures end in the episode. Yes, that's right. So and what is what happens in futures end? So in Who futures knows? end, we're all tooling around the galaxy, and uh, we start picking up something that's been put down, and that thing is some kind of anomaly, as often happens. Anomalies. And a little ship. Do 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 do. A little shop. Ship, ship shop, ship shape ship pops out of the anomaly. It's and Eon. It was cute. And it's a little little shuttly looking thing. And they're like, huh, that's interesting. It's got a Federation signature. Well, that's crazy. So they hail it. And this guy picks up uh, and he's like, what's his name? Guy Captain Fieri. Braxton. Oh, Captain I mean. Braxton picks up. He's like, hey, I'm Braxton. By the way, I'm here to kill you. <gasps> um, Dick. Dick move, and Braxton. Starts, and, and they're like, what? Why? And he's like, well, because you fuck... Cause you fuck some shit up in the future. We don't really know why, but we there was something that got fucked up in the future. Big explosion, lots of people dead, entire solar system gone. Whoa! And Pluto we okay? found some Voyager debris in the explosion, so we assumed it's you because we didn't do any actual research on this. So I'm just here to kill you. So please stop trying to stop me from killing you and let me kill you. And they're like, uh, no thanks. So they, so they they do the old, pull the old Uno reverse card on him and uh, start blocking his <laughs> weapon and it, sh- it damages his ship. Oh, jeez. Oh, so his ship gets blasted back into where it came from, but then the Voyager also gets sucked in. Oh, I forgot to mention that at the very beginning of the episode... Janeway wants to play tennis? Is that what... Yeah, Janeway is Ugh. playing tennis. That didn't come up really much other than that very beginning part. No, Ed Begley Jr. is camping. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is like Ed Begley Jr. Jr. because he looks... 
extremely the same age that he always does, but they yep. tried to make him look younger. He didn't try at all. Uh, no, no, it was Ed embarrassing. Begley Jr. Has Ed Begley Jr. always been that age? Oh, yes. I would yes. believe it. If I you literally at, said uh, that while we were watching. If you uh, look at um, Transylvania 5000, it's a movie from the 80s that he's in with uh, Jeff Goldblum. He looks exactly the same mm. as he does. Yeah. I don't think it exists. I was just trying to see if it did. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But yeah, so Ed Bagley Jr.'s camping out and something crashed and he goes, far out, because it's the 70s. The 1970s. <laughs> or the 60s. Was it's 60. It I wrote it down. It is Six, 68? 69? Nice. <laughs> nice. What the fuck is my list? Anyway, oh, 67. 67. Right, because he's a hippie. Also kind of nice. Wait, but isn't that when Star Trek originally started? No, 66. Damn. Yeah. Anywho, so Voyager gets pulled into this anomaly and they're like, wait a minute, we're not where we were. We're home. We're at Earth. Yay, Yay, that was easy. And Janeway's like, great, call Starfleet, tell them we're here. And then they're like, but Starfleet's not here at all. Well, what? And then they're like, oh, shit, we're in 1996. And what? <laughs> oh, no. Is it going to be the whole song no. again? <laughs> um, yeah, they start picking up home improvement on the airwaves. Yes. <laughs> Neelix fucking loves it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like this, this Wilson character is quite interesting. I know, I feel like he would just really like Richard Karn's character. <gasps> Who doesn't? I mean, yeah. I feel like Richard Karn not being good is sort of like an in-joke to some part of the world, so no. I don't know. Okay. But I don't know, I like Richard As Karn. As a person or an actor? No, like his character. Okay. His character on Home Improvement. I enjoyed him as the host of Family Feud. I also liked him as the host of Family Feud. I forgot he was ever the host of Family Feud. There have so many hosts over the years. So many. What is it, like up to six or seven now? I I don't know. Anyway. I love it whenever Jake gives me shit when I take too long. I didn't didn't do... They started talking about Family Feud. (laughs) (laughs) In Jake's defense. Anyway. Neelix watching TV is certainly... Yeah, that happens in the episode. So anyway, we beam down to Earth, to LA, because we pick up some sort bullshit and we're wandering around LA and like you know every you know it's a running joke on Star Trek that whenever you have a Vulcan on a planet you gotta mm-hmm. give him a hat yeah so they of course give Tuvok a do-rag which is a little offensive for, he's not inappropriate he's less inappropriately dressed for the Venice boardwalk than, than everybody, everybody else, else. Yeah. Every, yeah everybody else is in like business suits and <laughs> and, and uh, Tom Paris is wearing like a Tommy Bahama shirt yeah see yeah. that was the thing Paris was the one that picked their outfits yeah Paris, I, I'm he, sorry like, that wasn't even, Robert Duncan McNeil just showed up dressed like that and they went perfect. That was just every that was all the actors' street clothes they wore into work that day. Doubtful. Not Tim Russ. I believe the rest Tim of them, Russ. but I don't believe Tim, Tim Russ. Russ shows up to work in full Vulcan makeup. Let's be real. <laughs> yes. I could see Mulgrew rocking that that blue pantsuit though. Yeah, she, she looked great. Uh, but she definitely looked like she was going to do some banking. Yeah, it was very. It was very. They yeah. were originally going to put her in one of those sweet, sweet bikinis where like your whole ass is out that we saw a bunch of girls in, but mm. she protested. Mm. Anyway, anyway, so we beamed down to this planet, which is Earth, in 1996, and uh, we wandered around, and we find that uh, the the source of this transmission, and it's coming from this disgusting homeless man who's picking through the garbage and is putting up the end is nigh signs. Ew, gross. <laughs> And uh, so they follow him, and it turns out, what? It's not just any homeless man. It's 
Captain Braxton, and he's really old, and his beard's really long, but he didn't look like this before. Then he's, but he's crazy. Also, he's like, ah, you fucking Voyager people, you fucked my shit up. You're the fault. It was actually my fault, but it's your fault more because you pushed me into the thing. And anyway, there's all this bullshit, complicated stuff. He's like, and they're like, okay, well, we have to get you out of this time period. He's like, well, I'd love to do that, but my ship got stolen by Ed Begley Jr., and uh, it's gonna be a bad time. And then he gets chased away by the police, and we never see him again. I'm sorry, I think you mean the quasi-Cardassian totalitarians. Yes, that's right. Um, So now we know the whole story is that, yes, there is a time ship, and it was stolen by Ed Begley Jr., who now is like a fucking billionaire tech mogul because he's revolutionized technology by releasing shit he stole out of the ship that he found. Meanwhile, Sarah Silverman is a radio telescope operator. And a terrible actress. Yeah, not great. And she works at the Griffith Observatory, which you'll remember from the... uh, Rocketeer. Rocketeer movie. Yeah. I did not remember it from the Rocketeer movie, but thank you for that. Yeah. Parallel. So she's there. That's the one where uh, Okona defeated the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sarah Silverman's there. And her radio telescope picks up the Voyager. And she's like, what? So she calls. Apparently she works for Ed Begley Jr. She's like, hey, remember how you told me to call you if ever I spotted an, a UFO? Well, I spotted a UFO. And he's like, okay, don't do anything. I'll, be, I'll send my guy over there. So... <laughs> Uh, instead of doing nothing, she sends a <laughs> message to Voyager, which Harry message. Kim in command uh, picks up. And and the communications officer, who we never met before, is like, hey, do you want me to respond? He's like, no, we don't respond. Yeah, I said the same <laughs> you thing. You fucking dipstick. Your first fucking day. <laughs> Thank asshole. you, Harry. Harry is the but hero he calls up. he calls up the, our friends on the planet, and, they're like, and he's like, hey... We just got a phone call from Earth, and they're like, shit, go find this. So uh, Tuvok and, and Paris steal a pickup truck, as you do. Uh, they took it for a test drive. They took it for a test drive. <laughs> I really wanted there. to see the scene at the dealership. People get phased. Oh, yeah, there's a bad guy. Uh, they get phased. Uh, they, they manage to fuck up Silverman's computer enough that she can't do it, but then they have an adventure together. They all go off together because they're being chased by this madman. In her fucking sweet Volkswagen bus. Yeah. A bunch of shit happens. I really don't want to do this whole fucking synopsis. It's taking way too fucking long. But needless <laughs> to say, Ed Bagley Jr. kidnaps the doctor. Don't ask how. It just happens. He, like, magic hack downloaded him yeah, from Voyager. Yeah, he, he, he through the pull, transporter He pulled somehow. an Uno reverse. He got the doctor. Meanwhile, I can't get a fucking Gmail that I sent two seconds ago to fucking be recovered and stopped. But he can fucking up download the whole ass doctor in 1996. Which really, yeah. like, at the end of the day... On dial-up. The point is... emailing me? The point of this whole bizarre two-parter, let's be honest, was just an excuse to give the EMH his mobile emitter, yeah, which at least something good comes out of this. I got stories on that. Yeah, so, let's get so through the, the synopsis. The doctor, he steals the doctor. Uh, who knows why, but he new does. new tech he wants. Kind of dick pics. Uh, oh my. Yeah, he's got the time ship. They try to steal it back. He doesn't work. He steals the doctor. Then he tries to use the doctor to steal the girl, but the girl's with Tom and... Bro, and the doctor and, punches the fuck yeah, out the, of somebody. The, it well, was the, great. Well, the doctor gets punched like ten times in the face, and then he punches somebody ten times in the face, and it's great. Lots of punching. Mm-hmm. Ed Begley Jr. gets uh, captured, but then he managed to escape with the help of his friends. Some, like, right-winger, Ruby Ridge type people. Holy shit. Kidnap... Yeah. Who- Bolana and Chicote. They do horrible things to oh, them. Oh yeah, 
Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they, yeah, there was the some... The vibe was really bad. It was not great. Um, so they get kidnapped, but they get rescued somehow. By the doctor. Um, and Tim Ross. I mean, Tuvok. Oh, yeah, so do- yeah. the doctor, like, uses his photon powers to not get shot by these right-wing people. And then they chase this truck, and there's a horrible CG explosion. Yep. But it turns out the time shift wasn't in the truck. What? There was just some techie on emitter. Or some yeah, they, yeah used, they, they were they, fooling The old them. Uno reverse. Uh, that's coming up a lot in this I'm, episode. Why you? Why you, Jake? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Tuvok that said it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it turns out Ed Begley Jr. took the time shift, and he was going to go into the future, but we know that that causes an explosion. So... Um, Janeway pulls a tubic. So we straight up murder Yeah, Janeway pulls the Uno reverse and murders him. (laughs) I think we have our title, Chris. The Uno reverse. Yeah. It's the only logical thing. So yeah, he dies. Skip, skip, skip. And then he's dead and the, uh, oh God, uh, Captain Braston shows back up, but he's young again. He's in his old ship and he's like, yeah, I don't know anything you're talking about. I'm only here because we detected you in this time period and you're not supposed to be here and our job as like time cops is to let you not, you know, not let you do that even though we've never shown up and stopped anybody else from doing they Seriously. They Cisco after the fact once. Um, so I'm just here to take you back to your own time. And they're like, oh, cool. Well, could you take us back to our own time but like keep us here at Earth? And he's like, fuck no. <laughs> and, uh... Nope. Hero. Hero of the show. Well, but wouldn't that be technically fucking with the timeline if he did that? Yes. So that's then, that's of course he yeah. But of course not, then. I mean, come yeah. on, guys. Okay. So, so I want to start this because I know our pre- favorite guest of the day, <laughs> Justice, is here. You can say all time. Oh, okay. Uh, I, will. I, I mean, will. everybody else should feel insulted. They should. <laughs> uh, and this is your first Voyager episode? This is the first episodes of Voyager I've ever seen. Holy shit. I, I tried watching the pilot once, but it was when, you know, Seth was young and we just didn't get through it because we were distracted. And I've always meant to come back. But, uh... Overall, I thought this was pretty good. You uh, thought this was pretty good. You're gonna love everything else. I was just, gonna, really? I was just thinking that it's a terrible place to start. But yeah, if you liked so it, bad. then it's not a bad place to start. I don't think it's not a good it's place to start. Like a, well, I, you know, I, I have some soft I'll put it this way: the, the when the when the first episode finished, I was like, that was pretty solid. And this when the second episode finished, I was like, oh right, Star Trek two parters. Oh no, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, they is are, this a two parter? They are so bad at two parters. Here's the thing about this two parter. Oh. They originally were planning it to be a three or four parter. No. But they couldn't find a reason to make it do that. And they said, well, let's shrink it down so that we keep the plot concise. The plot in part two went all over the fucking place because there are way too many characters on Voyager. The thing is. Holy shit. It feels like they already had, like, they hadn't. This is the problem, as is often the problem with Star Trek two parters. Yeah. They had too much material for a one-parter. Mm. Not enough material for a two-parter. So I think, like, that's half the reason for the whole deeply uncomfortable Arizona subplot. Yeah. Because, like, that was totally unnecessary. Felt completely detached from everything else. How did they get to Arizona from California? How did they do I it so quickly? I was just wondering that, too. How, like, how did, long like, does that drive well, take? Did it, didn't the transporters get working again? I, don't I thought, think I thought so. they took the van. I thought they literally just No, they were in, in the shuttle pod. Oh, oh is well, that... No, no, no. No, no. Chakotay oh, Chakotay. And, yeah, the rest yeah, but how, how did the doctor and Tuvok get there? Oh, that I... That's yeah, no. And again, that whole thing was just very uncomfortable, like... I, well, think, like, I think the Doctor and Tuvok yeah. got beamed there. Did they? I, mean, I don't know. I think you put it best, though. Like, when uh, when when the redneck there saw, you know, Chorus. some black fella and a bald guy. It's like, he did not say black man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. No. 
So I, I've got to say, I'm impressed by the actor who managed to like say black man in such a way that we understood what he was really saying. Yeah, it was mm. coming through the universal translator. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised there weren't like a ton of racism thrown at um Bilana and, and um There was a good amount. Was a bit. They, 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 Enough. They, 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 yeah. I There's mean, an Indian guy here. They, they called him, him chief, chief, which was They did call him chief, yeah. Which was somehow less racist than some of the not racist that's true. air quote like hilarious like oh can you native americans turn into birds Ugh. ha ha like Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. But yeah, that whole sequence just smacked of we ran out of episode we, we needed to make sure it was clear what Bolana and Chicote were up to Didn't during this care. time. Uh, Just like the rest of the time, fucking nothing interesting, at least on Chicote's part. Yeah. Like, honestly, they could have cut that whole sequence, and then we could have had the scene at the dealership. I really did want the scene at the dealership. <laughs> I will say, in that segment when we're flying around with Torres and Chicote and they're having a flyabout, and Chicote tells the story of how he learned piloting, good for him. Yeah, I like that that was included. But, I mean, the thing is, I was just sitting there, and I, I right as they were telling these fucking stories, I said, it came in, well, this fucking ran short, clearly. <laughs> also, why fucking, like, I was saying this the other day to somebody about how, like, Chicote is just the worst terrorist in space. Because now he's like, oh, I've learned violence wasn't the way. So you fucking coward. You, fuck you. You are the worst Maquis. Ugh. Well, he was an idealist. Right? He was a schmuck. Uh, uh Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got the sense that really what they wanted to do in this episode was the whole Star Trek Four thing. Where, they did where so everybody badly. has their own individual adventure, and it just it. I think it would have worked in a feature film. I don't think it works on the TV show as well. I mean, everybody split up and have their yeah. own little adventure. Yeah, it just really. Yeah, and yeah, they were very much. I was saying to somebody like just I think last night. Like, I feel like Tom Paris wasn't Tom Paris in this episode. He was Kirk in Star Trek Four. No, like, well, yeah, he had, he had the girlfriend. Side plot and tu- and Tuvok was Spock. That yeah, works. Yeah, he was trying Tuvok. to pretend really. High. They even had what was it? No, instead of what does it mean exact change? What does it mean groovy? groovy. And mm. you've noticed another time travel reference line at one point. There's, oh, I don't remember, but yeah, there was uh, another one that was like lifted from City on the Edge of Forever. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, well, yeah so what was it? Uh, they uh, do um, uh, bearskins and yes, uh, and stone, yeah. stone knives and bearskins. Yeah. Uh, they can't, uh, so yeah, uh, having recently appeared in a in a version of uh, City on the Edge of Forever. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, that, that, you didn't think it was interesting that I was like, oh, that's from City on the Edge of Forever. No, like, no, I, I knew that. It just, I like completely brain farted that. Yeah, uh, we did the we did the gender swap city on the edge of forever, and I was and it was the, great, and I was uh, the Kirk love interest, and, and it was one, great. Yeah, and at one point uh, Spock refers to uh, uh, stone knives and bearskins uh, in that episode, uh, and it's done, and Janeway does the same thing in this, yeah. and uh, yeah, there was something reference. else. Good callback. Oh, and also speaking of Easter eggs, Sarah Silverman has a telosion on her desk. Yeah, I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we, we, she we had searched an for it because that's I knew like the big there. head aliens from what is that the cage? The cage. Oh okay. The like brainy um, big yeah. brain. It's yeah, so that was yeah. So they bond her and uh, and Tom Paris bonded because they're B both movies. fans of fifties B movies. I liked it though. The thing is, I think the two of them, um, as Sarah Silverman and Robbie McNeil, have chemistry and they're very cute. Yes. yes. I think their little cuteness thing was 
rushed somehow, yes. even though this was a two-parter. Again, could have just cut that whole Arizona sequence. Yeah. Sure, yeah. If we cut the Arizona sequence, and I also read that there was some discussion of do we bring in, and this is unclear if they meant just Sarah Silverman as another character, or Rain Robinson, the character in this show, onto Voyager. Have her pull no, the Jillian, she, you know, surprise she right way, as it She was yeah, she would be way too Sonia Gomez-y if she was <laughs> on the show. Yeah, but I like the two I of them together. Think, I think casting they fucked up. Like I know this is this is like Sarah Silverman's first role outside of SNL, I think, probably on TV. She in SNL? She, she was she very briefly on yeah. SNL. And but I, I honestly think if they were gonna try to get like a young hip comedian from the '90s on this show. I was gonna say Janine Garofalo. She probably oh. would, have been, would have been a lot better in this. She probably been too expensive. She, yeah. Yeah, she was pretty, pretty famous, famous in the I don't think she'd have a rapport with Bobby though. Janine Garofalo can have a rapport with anybody. Okay. <laughs> she can have a rapport with me. But yeah, no, she was she was already like popping up in movies at that well, point. Well, maybe they so. can get her now because her star's kind of faded. Yikes! She was just in something. Oh God. Actually, 96, I think, is that when Mystery Men came out? That's no. right around that. No, that would have been like 97, 98. Yeah, I think it was later. Maybe even 99. Oh, you know what? I think you're right, actually. Yeah. This is probably closer to, like, Cable Guy era. Mm. Was she in that? Yeah, she played the waitress in the uh, the, yeah. in the um, Medieval Times. I forgot oh. all about that. I, you're I right. saw it. We didn't, we didn't know, there were no forks yeah. In medieval times, therefore there are no ports at, at medieval, medieval times. times. But there is Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. Uh, oh God, that's right. He sings that during that scene. Fuck, that it all full comes circle. Back. Star Trek. Boy, though, this episode is an aesthetic nightmare because <laughs> the '90s were terrible. Yeah. Oh, they were. That's it's, true. It's pretty hideous. Like, and this is the thing. Like, this is what I've told many people: is when I was a child, before I knew what the word aesthetics was or meant. Like in the '90s, I hated what everything looked like. <laughs> like, this isn't just like I'm mad about child. Like, even when I was a child, I I didn't know how to express it, but I was like, everything looks bad and wrong. So like, it makes me deeply sad that some '90s looks are starting to come back because it's all the shitty ones. And yeah, looking at this episode, I mean. Fuck you, I like my player jeans. <laughs> I say, say, like, yeah, I think the problem is that this is, like, late 90s looks. Early 90s looks are really good. Nah, it's too much 80s hangover there still. But the like, 80s, it's great. Like, the, the great. neon. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes, but, you know, Consider like. Consider how Chris dresses. He dresses like the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, like, yeah, Janeway looked great. Chakotay needed a different shirt, and that haircut was a fucking war cry. Yeah, the Although, hair was no good, but he looked I think good in the suit, though. The suit was nice, it just looked bad with the shirt. And again, the, the worst part is I think that's actually just how he combed his hair mm-hmm. when he wasn't Chakotay, because I've seen like stills of him from outside of Voyager, and that bad idea, but a lot of people were doing that. Tuvok, I'm not sure what was going on there. Just layers on layers on layers. Too many layers. He so like, many. <laughs> he was probably schwitzing his ass off, considering it's like Los Angeles. Yeah, but they're used know. to it because they live there. True. I also just don't know why they don't surgically uh, alter Vulcans for Because then you missions. couldn't have fun hat jokes. Yeah, but the stupid hat jokes are always the worst. They are, yes. I don't know. It's just... Okay. Ugh, this was know. a very simple hat joke, at least, that they didn't they didn't make a big point of, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they did just decide that they were going to put him in a do-rag. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Tim Russ probably I mean, owns do rags. Does he? I'm gonna ask the internet. <laughs> I've never. He never has like waves or anything. Well, I don't. I guess I haven't seen him in much other than Star Trek, where I don't. Actually, the only person there is one character who had waves in Star Trek. 
Jake Sisko in, uh, well, the Chirac Lofton character in. Oh. What was that? What was his name? I can't, what was the character's name? In, oh, in, in uh, uh, Far Beyond the Stars. Beyond the Stars. Oh, um, yeah, I can't remember his name, but you're right. That was the last time I was on the show, wasn't it? Yeah. This is the hat that they should have put him in. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Baseball's hat. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, yeah, too, poor, poor Tim Russ. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't he know. loves this. Is his favorite episode? <laughs> what? This is one of Tim Russ's favorite episodes. Like the thing is, like, there's moments that are pretty good. I think most of the comedy is pretty decent. But like again, I could have done without the whole Arizona thing. Because again, it felt just like padding. Mm. Uh, I would rather have had explanations for some of the other stuff. Don't think about any of the time travel aspects. No. <laughs> I mean, there's the fact that. At the end of the day, the one thing that isn't fixed is the fact that apparently the computer revolution of the late 20th century was actually caused by a 29th century starship going back and crashing. And so grandfather paradox is everywhere. Yeah, except, um, yeah but except Braxton doesn't know about this. So does that mean that there is still another Captain Braxton trapped on no. Earth? No, see, here's the thing. And here's where... It all kind This is where you, you... Yeah, you like you said... Do not think about it, or, yeah. or you'll lose you'll several brain cells. Uh, damn it, I was about to say that! <laughs> but, so Braxton has no memory of any of this, because yep. it never happened because they fixed it. But Janeway and crew do have memory of it, mm-hmm. and in fact they even have a trinket yep. th- uh, that you know they're going to use on the EMH from now on that's that proves right. that this well, did in fact say, happen. But, and also, the thing is, Janeway knew about the computer revolution, yep. and she's like, oh, that's part of our history. So yep. there's a predestination paradox already in the episode before oh, yeah. they fixed it. I forget where I read and whether this was in like a novel or if this was going to be like a future episode or or this would have been in this episode and they cut it but I think some someone somewhere said someone else finds the Aeon and they're the one who do the computer age. But but that's the thing, Might have though. been Bill Gates. <laughs> the, well yeah I mean but if if Captain Braxton isn't does that because Captain Braxton comes back on that ship? Does that ship exist in two places at once because of of that? I don't. Does know. Does that terrible wig he was wearing? <laughs> I'm oh guessing. Okay, so here's, here's here's my explanation of that wig. Voyager was close enough to the temporal explosion mm-hmm. that it was not like it. It was like shielded in a way from the changes in the timeline. That's why Voyager's still there. Uh, like that, in first contact. Like in first contact. So, mm. they, so that that's there's precedent for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Does that happen by this point? I think first contact's ninety seven, yeah, isn't it? That's true. First so contact this, this literally came out between these episodes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> really? Um, so yeah. So there you go. Uh, there's the precedent right there. They were thinking about temporal stuff already. Okay, and here's the other thing. So, the on the computer revolution, I think that Janeway was wrong. That the computer revolution that she's thinking about is the one that we already know about, the real one. But this is a different computer revolution. This is Okay, I would buy this. That this this is, makes more sense. Because the technology that we see in this on this earth that um that Begley Jr. has come up with is way better than the technology that we ha- actually had in I don't know, you see their computer graphics? <laughs> well but <laughs> that's still better than what we had in nineteen ninety six, oh right? Oh my gosh got rain robinson playing oregon trail you know so like because like things like hologram emitters we didn't have those in 1996 i assume that was something he was keeping for himself 
from the Eon, though. Aeon, whatever. Yeah, I don't think he created mobile emitters. I think he just Not mobile them. emitters, but just regular mm-hmm. emitters. Oh, yeah, regular yeah. like so, holographic But yeah, I, I feel like that's he was even saying that, oh, we use these during presentations of new processor, microprocessor designs. Mm. Like, that's why I have hollow emitters in my office. So other people have clearly seen them. Yeah. Also, like... But he can't <laughs> create more of them. I think he did. I think he created the hollow emitters that were in his office. I don't think he hmm. created the mobile emitter, but I think he created the ones in his office from schematics he got. So mm. he's a brilliant scientist. I think, I, well, I apparently. Think that or he just has a good staff of engineers that can reverse engineer also possible. technology from the from the ship. Or the he's, ship just he's has got a database. A staff of, uh, of Klingons that reverse engineered the uh, other starships. There you go. But yeah, so I don't know. I think, I think it makes some sense that he, you know, he probably, there probably was a Bill Gates and, you know, and Steve Jobs and Wozniak and all those guys. That had done computer stuff, but he was just another one, and he was the best ah, because he, he had because he had the future tech. So Ed Begley Jr. has the most basic motivation in this too. Yeah, it's it, that is was one of the things that turned me off of the second episode. Is just like, oh, he just wants money. Yeah, it's the it, Rasmussen uh, way of doing it. Rasmussen oh, yeah. was more fun. That's true. He was. Like, that, that, that I was okay with. So yeah, no, of course. I mean, he's just an asshole. I'm going to destroy the universe. And everybody's telling me I'm going to destroy the universe. But that's not going to happen then, for hundreds of years. It doesn't affect me. But he's but also going to die. It's he, an explosion. Yeah, he's. Uh, it'll kill him. He's already, like, wildly rich and powerful. Mm-hmm. Why... Did he, did he understand you? really that it would kill him? I don't. I, think, I don't think he believed. Yeah, certainly yeah. he like. There's some denial going on. Yeah. but like. But I mean, honestly, like, have you seen tech billionaires? Like, they're never happy. Oh, no really? billionaire Yay, is ever capitalism. happy. Yeah. Like, no, that makes perfect sense. Like, you're already the richest man in the world. What do you want? More. I want to yeah. go to Mars now. Well, yeah, like, we could have clean fine. water. Like he really, I want more he money. really is like the proto Elon Musk. It's interesting. Well, yeah, in a lot of in, in many ways, and it's really interesting that later Trek references Elon Musk as yeah. like a, a visionary. That was a like, terrible like, idea. Oh, you just you just Step played yourself, Star Trek. I hate that guy. Yeah, no. I mean, he makes perfect sense as a villain. Like, that's fine. Yeah. It didn't make any... You know, considering you barely get a look at him in the opening, though, like, you could have either just hired a different fucking actor or just not shown his face at all yeah. and just and heard they, his And they made group. it a point of showing the, the tattoo. tattoo. so you know... So you, yeah, so you know it's the same guy. That so was so dumb. should have had a younger guy play the hippie. Yeah, like, yep. it wouldn't have bothered any of us. I just, <laughs> but, it was just a horrible mustache. Pay another actor. <laughs> just... Make Garrett Wang do it. Wang. Make Garrett do it. Just put him in the wig. Yeah, it would be really interesting if, if he was Asian <laughs> in the 60s, but not in the 90s. Well, again, just don't show his face. You just, you see a younger man's hand. You have Begley dub in the groovy man or whatever. Oh, uh, and the, it being one of the few things I know about this episode, uh, about Voyager in general. So... After the events of this, they still don't promote uh, Harry Kim from Ensign. No, he he he's in he charge. Did he did a shitty job. He does a great job. He, in this. Yeah, no, no. He, he, let, he, he let Torres convince him to fly down there and fuck yeah. it up. Well, that's true. Yeah, sending and like sending an, another alien to the planet seems like a bad idea. Well, they weren't supposed to crash. Yeah. But true. to be fair, he also didn't let the comm officer send that response. Yeah, who was that? Should I respond? What the fuck? No. 
And I do think it was a good yeah. idea. Go away. Neelix having, can run Having uh, having Neelix like watch TV. That was cute. Uh, yeah, that, that was actually pretty. Him funny. and Cass get addicted to soap operas, and it's very cute. Yeah, that never was keeps Here's... Neelix out of your hair. You know what I mean? Actual question though. Why is Harry in charge instead of just leaving Chakotay on the ship? Because Janeway said so. Because they wanted to put Chakotay in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They wanted they wanted him to pair off with oh, yeah. Janeway all to find the, Braxton. All of the senior bridge officers above Harry left. Which makes perfect sense. Wait, no. Uh, I mean, I guess technically Bellana. I don't know what the Bellana has is like a lieutenant or something. So I don't know. She but might technically outrank. Well, because she had to stay on the ship because stuff was broken. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah, she was too busy fixing the ship. And yeah, and like another extremely convenient. Oh, the transporter's broken. Episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, by the way, like just annoying thing. You know, when they first get there and they're talking about like, oh, we we have no way of getting to the future without the thing. It's like. The sun's right there. Your warp engine works. Slingshot, motherfuckers. You can't tell me that's not a known thing. I think it's a known thing, but I think in I think the calculations needed to do would have to be very, very precise and like only. They've spot. got a Vulcan. That's but, they, but only, but but that's the thing. Tuvok isn't a scientist. That's true. He's they've a, he's got, a security officer. They've security. got a century plus of computer advancement. They have the most advanced computers in Starfleet. All I'm saying is they could take a stab at it. It's like oh. Shit, we're 15 years later than we wanted to be. Good enough! <laughs> Welcome to 2400. Well, that's the thing. So Braxton couldn't have taken them back to the soul system. Mm. But if they had brought themselves, themselves back, right. would they have been able to stay? Then a different point, Braxton would come and still blow mm, them up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I would have to assume that... If they do it themselves, they haven't violated any sort of... Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Which is how it's supposed to happen. Yeah, the only reason there was a problem was because it was Braxton's fault that they were there to begin with. Yeah, but which, as was being pointed out, like, this is the first time we've seen this, the time cops in this capacity. Like, the ones that showed up in DS9 to be all pissy were from the 24th yeah. century. They were just people whose job it was was to, like... Try to figure out, okay, how badly did yeah, you they break were, They things? were the Department of Temporal Affairs. Yeah, like this, like, time enforcement agency. Where have they been up until yeah. now? The future. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, the countless times they should have shown up and just been like... Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing... So to have them pull this nonsense is just like, really? This, no. No. Yeah, any... any it does kind of break a lot of past... Star Trek. Well, all of the, the all of the past ones were meant to go that way. Is the thing. This is the one that wasn't. Mm. <laughs> but here's the thing: is is Braxton at the beginning uh, violating his own? Uh, he does kind of sound like he maybe went rogue. Yeah, because uh, because he's uh, a either that explosion is supposed to happen, mm. or him being there fucks it up so that the explosion happens. Maybe he did know. That it was somehow his fault that it happened. Mm. Because, like, yeah. Why even... If you're so concerned about the timeline, why even create time ships? You're just asking for people to misuse them. That's true. Because people can use time travel without time ships. No, I, I know. I there are myriad ways we've seen people go fuck with the past. I know, and eventually we're going to get to Enterprise and the Temporal Cold War. I which, think that ooh. would be an interesting... Oh, no. and, and we meet more time cops. Too. Temporal Cold War. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a terrible idea. But I do think a, a Star Trek series that that followed a time ship could be interesting. Like it's ooh. called Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, not just like a little shuttle with one dude, but like 
like an actual starship. Yeah, yeah, a crew and with a crew, and it's like we have to fix shit. Like, we're, like we're going to see in a future episode featuring the time cops. See, I feel yeah. like though that that joking aside, but it's like we've got Doctor Who, we've got Quantum Leap, like that's been done by other people. Yeah, like I, mean, other... I mean, Quantum Leap with Star Trek paint wouldn't look so would be, would be pretty. But cool. then who would play the main character? That's true. We, well, it would be Captain Archer. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just say like, Scott Bakula. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want Quantum Leap with Star Trek paint. After a while, it's just I, like, or I, I guess also Legends of Tomorrow sort of is that now. Yeah. It's I don't know. I don't know what that is. But. It's a that's a DC, DC show DC on the CW. It's actually I mean I've only seen Dick the first Cock. season, but it's pretty decent. exactly yeah. Dick Cock. Exactly yeah. Dick Cock. Wild Bill Dick Cock. <laughs> so a couple other things. <laughs> he sounds like a party. <laughs> in in the timeline right now that just get hand waved away because of course they do is we're supposed to be in the prime era of the eugenics wars. Yep. When they go back in time, and even I even read I know we spotted the little Telosian on Rain's desk. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's also a model of the Botany Bay. Oh Jesus! Oh no! Which is quite funny considering they they just basically said it said we couldn't possibly try to explain the eugenics wars in this without um, too much more shit having to be explained, so we just didn't. Which probably is the better way to go about it, unless you're actually making your episode about the eugenics wars, which now may or may not even have happened anymore, question marks, no one knows. I'm guessing, let's see, when was City on the Edge of Forever? Wait, like when did it take place? No, like, no, like what episode order? Was it before or after Space Seed? Oh, uh... Before, because it, it was, was season before. one. Okay. Space Seed was season one. Oh, you're right. Space Seed was also season one. Hold on. But wait, so oh, in that did... case, it was after because oh. it was toward the end of season one. Okay. Then wait, then... was it season one? Yes. Never mind. Mm-hmm. My then my theory won't hold because I was gonna say maybe because the circum so although she still died, the circumstances of Edith Keeler's death were different than they originally were. So maybe that change meant that the eugenics wars didn't happen. So the guy that was driving the truck that hit Edith Keeler was, would have been the one... Was assume. Son of a bitch. The guy's... <laughs> Base Seed was episode 22 of season one. City on the Age of Forever was episode 28 of season um. one. Here's, here's what we do. Here's, here's how we explain any kind of weirdness with the timeline. Temporal Cold War. Yeah, I'm, so I'm we're just, not I'm, going to understand until Enterprise. No, no, I just mean like they don't explain it there I mean, either. There's, I also, just mean, oh, Nazi, okay, there's also Nazi aliens, right? Yeah, there's just, it's just <laughs> we haven't gotten to Nazi. They've aliens. also like oh, just no. they had to push back, you know, first contact day and all that. Well, not day, but like the first warp flight originally was in the year two thousand. Okay, so here's, I mean, here's the here's the best rationality I've read, and that's in in a novel series. Because of they all they always are in a novel series called the Eugenics Wars, where they claim that the Eugenics Wars themselves were actually kept secret, <laughs> and it was a bunch of secret se- like you know cons and cons followers doing all this shit that no one ever knew about, and yet somehow in the future MacGyver's and Kirk know all about it. But yeah, God, yeah no, it doesn't. Nope. It's just nope. easiest to just not think about it. It gets declassified. But yeah, I just. Uh... Yeah, the time travel, like, just so much of what Star Trek says about the 20th century needs to be taken with, like, barrels of salt. Hell, even some of TNG stuff, like, you know, like, it's just, you have to just go with, like, look, they well, just... Fermat's Last Theorem, right? Wasn't that... 
Was oh, there, that too, yeah. There was an episode where they said that, oh, that's still never been solved, and it's been solved for like 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. And it's also just like, I don't know, I forget. I think we're supposed to have had World War Three by now, even by TNG's definition originally. I don't remember, but... Well, I know, I don't... I don't Give it time. I know you guys aren't <laughs> caught up on Picard. We haven't even started. In... Oh. We, we just... You're missing all the good references. I know. We, we, idiot. We, we, wow. They're not... Well, no. The thing is, because I know you also read Star Trek, Star Trek shitposting, so you're getting spoiled on it. everything. Yeah. Um, on all the good single joke. Well, I mean, I told you that, like, the fact that, like, Cisco goes away at the end of Deep Space Nine... Like got revealed to me. We were almost there. Oh, is that what got got revealed to you? Mm. Oh shit! See, I, was I thought so what got revealed to you was that mad. Rom becomes the Negus. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, that never was revealed to me. I forget <laughs> what the fuck I was thing. going to say yeah. now. Shit, something, something. Sorry, oh yeah, so sucks. yeah, Picard sorry. is in twenty twenty four right now, and for a while, wow. spoilers. I know <laughs> this is why you can't go on Star Trek ship toasting right now. And Jake has been saying over and over again. Bell riots. Yep. Bell riots. Yep. Where are the bell riots? I mean, they ha- okay, in their defense, they have made reference to sanctuary districts, so they are keeping that. But they're not really doing anything with it, which is irritating because they have content that they're not mining for what it's worth. And God damn it. Well, um, the the really complicated thing, of course, is that we've caught up to what the fuck is that episode even called? Um, bell riots. Yeah, <laughs> we. I mean, we've caught. We've almost caught up to the Bell Riots. I kept wanting to call it Future's Act. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've almost caught up to that point in the real world, and again, like the fashion is totally different. <laughs> that too, but it's just it's not going to be. I mean, for all the well, I don't know. Then again, the way things are going, give it a year. I saw a headline today that Elon Musk has a novel idea to deal with homelessness. I didn't read the article because he can go to hell, but maybe it's sanctuary. <laughs> Blast them to Mars. Yeah, oh, but, that's always been his plan, so mm-hmm. they can be his slaves, obviously. But, like, you know... We, we may die, but let's risk him. Link he's he's going to strap Starlink up, uh, Starlink satellites to them so that yeah. they can be roving uh, access points. Oh, Is that God. Shrek? Yeah. Did you just quote Shrek? Yes. <laughs> of course they quoted Shrek. <laughs> but, They're there, <laughs> just so much. They're but, there. But, yeah, it's like... It, it's, again, that awkward thing of, you know, Voyager caught up to the eugenics wars. They have... Oh yeah, the genocide. Yeah, we haven't caught up to. I think it's past tense. Past tense. Past, past tense. We're catching up to past tense soon. And like, thing is, by the events of past tense, these like sanctuary dishes had already existed for a while. We're also supposed to have had the fucking you know British baseball teams by this point. <laughs> like again, just I Star mean, Trek. I, 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 Shark, it's totally fine with me if Star Trek takes place in an alternate universe. Yeah, exactly, but Ooh, see, there are too many. People who insist on trying to explain these things instead of just first mistake. going like, it's, fuck it, don't worry about it, it's fucking television, you loser. It, yeah, it's a fucking made-up television show. Why do you want it to hit the same date so hard? That's like, so weird. One thing, uh, mild weird. spoilers for uh, I am angry Here. that a show made in 1966 did not correctly predict the 21st century. Here, I, I can tie it to this episode. Do it. I got everybody it. in the future has the same problem that Tom Paris has in this episode, where he's very close to the date, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's like, the, but he's just a little bit off. Yeah. yeah. No one calls themselves a secret agent. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, he it, was cute. I love the, the the you know groovy and all that. It made me think of when uh, the the Roswell episode of Futurama. Where oh, yeah. the professor 
is 10 years off in one direction and Leela's 10 years off in another from 1947. Well, there's, a, there's another good Futurama joke where Fry meets a woman from the 21st century. He's like, yeah. well, I'm from the 20th century. She's like, oh, yeah. Remember when we got taken over by, you know, those... Whatever. Yeah. Sentient crap people or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, I think you were... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, another moment from the... Uh, Futurama. Roswell episode I thought of during this was when Janeway just said, fuck it. Had them... Phaser the truck and then murder, rightfully murder, um, Ed Begley Jr. Was, yeah, was, uh, you know, towards the end of that episode when they just say fuck it and oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that. And they're like, but didn't you say the title? Oh, screw causality! <laughs> well, here's another good Janeway touch, and that's that she doesn't know how to, you know, home row key yeah. use a, use a typewriter. Yeah. And Chakotay even comments, and why the fuck would Chakotay know how to, you know, you use a keyboard? I know, his fucking father. Probably. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they exactly. has tons of typewriters at home. Oh. But, you know, Jane was like, I don't know how to type. So she's hunt and pecking, and it's yep. very cute. And then she gets slightly faster with the hunt and pecking, but she's still not actively, like, home yeah. key typing. Yeah. Unlike Ed, Ed Bagley Jr., who refuses to move his fingers yeah, from the just, home row and just keeps going tackety 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 tack on yeah, one I'm row. Gonna, I'm gonna go uh, take go on a limb here and say that neither Ed Bagley Jr. or Kate Mulgrew actually type. I mean, they might now. <laughs> I mean, I I type, but I I never got home row into my head. It's I don't think I don't think it's necessarily home row, you know, proper typing. But oh yeah, the fact but, she clearly doesn't type at all. Yeah, that, that, that was a nice the touch. T- the fact that she's not typing with. Her whole with all five of her yeah. fingers. Yeah. She doesn't. Why would she know where each key is? Yeah, they don't. They probably use a Dvorak keyboard in the future. They're more well, practical. Wait, but you're saying yeah. Kate Mulgrew, the person, I'm not, saying, I'm thinking, not yeah. Janeway, the I'm character. I guess that it was both a character choice and just the fact that Kate Mulgrew is. <laughs> yeah, a, I would agree with that. Because yeah, like, that's... why? Why would an actor know how to type? Well, not like, and again, now, almost certainly. Yeah, because now, Twitter, because everybody Facebook, has computers, and internet, but back then. Thing like, is, yeah, Kate how, much, Mulgrew, how often are you using a typewriter as an actor the thing in is, the 90s? Though Kate Mulgrew and Ed Bigley Jr. probably would have gone to high school back in the day when they actually made you take typewriting classes for some yeah, idiot reason. Yeah, but they were getting stoned. I mean, you saw what Ed Bigley Jr. looked like in the 60s. He was <laughs> oh, God. You see I this. My, my mother was a typewriting teacher. Yeah, yeah. That's me. Used to be a real fucking she, class. She specifically told me when I was in high school, "Don't take keyboarding. You will fail because you don't use the right fingers on the right keys. <laughs> take computer applications instead." You know. So I and just, now I excel at Excel. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say everything I know about Excel I learned in the eighth grade, and it's all still good. You can still use all that shit. Anyway, this nonsense. What nonsense? <sighs> Is there Episode. Anything- uh, more about I, this episode. I, I largely enjoy these episodes, and I think it's because there's a lot of like the action kept like keeping me interested. I think the like lately said like the going to Arizona was like the detriment of these episodes. Oh, so much. I thought most of the comedy landed in a pretty pretty decent way. I thought I I ship Rain and Tom, even though I probably shouldn't. That's yeah, what I, Chris said. That is, yeah, I, yeah. I admit it. I liked them together, even if it didn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, Sarah Silverman isn't acting the best in this episode, but she's still pretty charming. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's fine. We've seen fucking far worse. Oh, yeah. I just didn't buy her as a slob and they kept trying to present her mm, as a slob. That's, <laughs> that's kind of true, actually. Yeah, huh. Like, when, like, she comes in with, like, the pizza box, she's like, ah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, oh, this no. was also <laughs> Dennis, remember I said sexy, something about sexy Dennis Nedry vibes and Chris was like, 
You mean Dennis Nedry vibes? <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Sorry. And I, know, and I noticed right. that she had a model on her on her monitor that was the um, the 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 dinosaur that killed Nedry. Well, wasn't that? Original? Did she really? Oh, I thought it was just one of those flared like neck lizards. I thought it was one of those. That, I thought it was the, the thing went. Like, well, yeah, but I thought because there are actual lizards that still have that. I thought it was one of those. Assume, well, I, I choose to believe. I Jake's assume it was can. a, a Nedry. Here's the thing: it still could have been. Maybe they just couldn't find like a good Dilophosaurus or whatever it was with the fringe out. So they were like, well, this will have to do. Did you hear him just then? The Dilophosaurus or whatever? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably wrong. We're, we're all wrong. It's all fine. I want to talk a little bit about EMH. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. gets to have some fun. Other, you know, after getting tortured, which was kind of horrifying. It was about the Dilophosaurus. the fucking Dilophosaurus, yes. all right. Yeah, Listen to Chris over here. The Dilophos- Dilophosaurus. Not that I know what it is yeah. called. And this being like... My first time watching the episode and uh, realizing that the EMH doesn't get to leave uh, sick bay before this, I'm like, oh, I, I want this makes me want to watch Voyager, but it doesn't make me want to watch Voyager without like Robert Picardo getting to like fuck around and do stuff. Oh, he does he fucks great around stuff and anyway. does stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry, he's also, still great. He doesn't. Robert Picardo basically isn't in the first half of the first episode of it at all. Not much, no. No, I, like I think he didn't show up until the second episode because I remember getting to the end and be like, oh, I haven't seen any Robert Picardo yet. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the problems. I think that the writers must have realized that they really fucked up by creating a character that can only be in one room. Mm. And because it really limits and like there's so many times up until this point where it's like the doctor calls into a meeting and it's like, please turn to the emergency holograph channel. It's like... "Eh." And yeah, like we even said ages ago, like you could have just said the ship had hollow emitters throughout for the or at least in the key areas and they yeah. set it up in an earlier episode that they were going to be installing those yeah but it turned out that that was bullshit and it was uh yeah a, a computer virus yeah it's actually pretty fascinating because i know bob picardo has had been asking like hey can we have some more ways for me to not just be in sick bay because i know we're running out of things for me to do in sick bay yeah as fun as that all is and you know as interesting that kind of you know becomes as a character he asked for ways to get get him out and then when they finally give him this way like okay you've got this emitter now you can go wherever you want he was actually quite scared that it would be bad for his character to not have a limit anymore mm. but it, it will end up being good and i think he said like he was glad they did it because it opened up more well, it also gives. Him. It also adds opportunity for drama because the mobile emitter, like he's he's no longer constrained to sickbay, but he is constrained to that more mobile emitter. Yeah. So if it yeah. runs out of battery, he's fucked. But uh, so I was gonna say though, they they have already done good things with the EMH with his emitter because again, he got to beat the shit out of that guy and then look at his hand like, ooh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And for all that I despised the whole Arizona subplot, yeah. I did enjoy what was his little one liner after he knocked out. Oh the God, Rednecks? help us or. Something. Oh yeah, or, like or, uh, divine intervention is not something. It's rather, unlikely. Um, or but something. I was just like, you know, he was spending the whole ride over, or however they got there, being like, I need a snappy one line <laughs> when I beat one of them. He watched all the James Bond movies on the way over. Mm. Yeah, just watching all the bullets go straight through him and hit he the wall behind. He watched 60 hours of, of uh, James Bond movies well, at a time. Well, his thing because he's a computer program. Oh, that's true. He can like. Basically have them play super, super fast, but then turn down his personal clock so that for him, it's 60 hours, but in the real world, it's like 10 minutes. Well, plus, how long does it take to get to Arizona from California? Not 60 hours. Oh, right. Hours. He didn't drive anyway, yeah. but... I think they must have beamed. Yeah. As somebody who was... Uh, That's right, because they didn't... Because they left Rain home, yeah, so they wouldn't have taken her van. It's not that long. So, speaking of the Arizona subplot, so... 
I thought it was interesting that, like, right-wing militias were obviously a big thing in the 90s, and now they're they're coming back, and they're a big thing now. Well, they're a big thing now because, like, fucking people who would normally have been in those militias are now in government, which is terrifying mm-hmm. and unpleasant. But it's interesting because I feel like there was a time period where if we watched this, we would have been like, eh, right-wing militia, yeah, what, what a quaint notion. Mm. Um, and it's interesting that it, that's something that was relevant then is also relevant again now. Yeah, it's very sad. We're in the worst timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I did find it very not smart that they looked at their outfits and said, you're in military uniform. Yeah, and like, they said, what? how are you, are you mistaking these for military? The, the, you're there in pajamas. N- yeah, like you, you, you people, you obsessed lunatics know what military uniforms look like. There's no military on God's green earth that wears that. Yeah, because Rain looked at the doctor and said, in this leisure suit, and was like, yeah, that's more right. <laughs> oh, that was another thing. That's a name I hadn't considered. Nice. Um, I love, again, like, it's one of these, like, they really didn't think through the realities of the EMH, but, like, Starling steals his badge, and it's like... Oh, you're right. Isn't, couldn't he just be, like, couldn't communicators be, like, built into him? Yeah, I don't yeah. think... Like, I that... Think communicator's just, like, a decorative part of yeah, the... Yeah, like... Of the, of the 3D model. But then he used it. Yeah. Like, as the... It, they really did not think through the, like, fact that he is a program, and, ugh, it's frustrating. But yes, it was nice that he got his emitter out of this. Yep, yep. We also have a prediction that in uh, 2047 there's going to be an earthquake that sinks LA. That's fine. Yeah, and I I, I was a little annoyed that that it was Janeway having that conversation with Chakotay, who's also from Earth, Mm. who probably also knows that, that, you know, LA is a sunken city. What's weird, too, is like, I mean, for all my, my joking aside, the show didn't seem too upset about it either. Oh yes, this all sinks becomes a wonderful coral reef. Well, because finally it gets because, useful. <laughs> because that was also a huge joke in the nineties. Yeah. That that LA there was, was gonna, an earthquake and it the was big gonna one. sink into the ocean. Yeah, it's in Demolition Man, it's in everything. It's in Demolition but again, Man. Like, it's in Escape from LA. Yeah. She's not but again, she doesn't even seem upset about it. It's like this whole area just becomes a coral reef. And you're just like, How many people die? Coral reef. <laughs> but Jane Coral Reef. Yeah. But then again, everyone who works on this show is from there, so I could see them being like, "Good." Yeah, I feel like it was, I feel like like the I, the LA is going to sink into the ocean is an inside joke among the writers of the show. Certainly, if you live in LA, you it's a reality that uh, you acknowledge on occasion. Mm. But are you? Is there a party that's like that's probably for the best, or is it horrifying? When I was there, uh, certainly I, I was like, I was like. Eh, I like all, there's a lot of people in LA I like. I hope they escape before it happens. <laughs> but the, the whole thing itself, it's, it really is just urban sprawl, sprawl and gross. And yeah, as, as, as a like built city, boy, what a load of ass. <laughs> <laughs> but as, and like, but there's plenty of like culture and food and things to like about, about LA. It's just like, LA itself is the, the terrible thing. So it's kind of like this episode where, like, there's good parts, there's bad parts. It averages out to, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's definitely watchable. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was also a no, the last thing I wanted to bring up is that in typical Chakotay fashion, uh, when he's on planet and he and Bellano have crash landed, and he says, "Well, if we have to live here forever, it's like Chakotay, you give up really easy." Chakotay was ready to absolutely fuck Bellano to repopulate as well. I'm sure. <laughs> 
That's what he's all about. Lots of he's all love, about never going anywhere and just getting love, down to it. I love how he was like, we'll have to keep a low profile. Maybe I'll go teach at a university or do archaeology. He's like, do you want to keep a low profile or not, ass dick? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, he could be oh, an archaeologist and no Yeah, seriously. He could do archaeology. I mean, that's the thing. That he'd, he'd be an archaeologist. He'd be like, so, by the way, Native Americans... Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking aliens. Just so you know. Then he's on the History Channel. That's Don't spoil it for yeah, Justin. Yeah, sorry, Justin. Oh, I, There's fine. a plot point in the show that Native Americans are actually descended from aliens. Uh, and were completely cultureless, languageless, <laughs> yes. useless people before intervention of aliens. Well, from thank God for us civilizing those savages. <laughs> that might be like literally the aliens are so white they're albino. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, not it's, even albino. They're fucking powdered donuts. They're not <laughs> even like what yeah. is it? Yeah. Anyway. That's um, a bad fucking episode. This again it's it won't make my top list. It won't make my bottom list. It, it has some moments I will think on fondly. Some moments well, I will I don't know not. if it's going to make my bottom list because we haven't seen all this episode yet. I just be in general it's so not. Good. If it Okay, honestly, if it makes my bottom list, then this is a phenomenal fucking season. That's true. This is so funny, because before you guys got here, and I was mentioning to Justice, like, it's a coin flip if Chris and Caitlin will like this episode. Because it's it's got some fun elements. It does. And they usually like fun, but they also love shitting on Voyager. It it sounds like it was a coin flip, but the coin landed on its side. Here's the thing. (laughs) Ames, I actually really like Voyager. Oh me, Jesus! I like it a lot. I just, I, I, I think, I mean, oh yeah. If we look at it, like we, I actually think in general we were both pretty positive on the first season. The second season was a bit more uneven, just based on our like, you know, kind of. I think we were talking about at the end of year stuff. You know what it is? It's because you still shit on Neelix so much, even though we've learned more about Neelix. Oh, Neelix doesn't bother me. I think me you anymore. do it just because it's fun. <laughs> I honestly, on any given day. I either like Neelix or can't stand Neelix. And it's probably... I like that with most people. Again, for me, I'm just to the point where I don't mind Neelix. I still, as I said before, like, I don't believe that him and Cat... Like, this, I will admit, them becoming obsessed with soaps together is one of the few times where I was like, maybe they are a couple. But most of the time, I don't buy them as... I buy them as friends, but I don't buy them as a couple and i need that to stop like that i'm just like this is the one thing i like neelix now they well, finally don't did worry they, i was gonna leave they, i am having my mind blown that he is supposed to be a part of a couple yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> like they just again i think the actors i believe their characters as buddies but you know and again they finally stop with jealous neelix thank god that was fucking awful so i don't mind his character i just don't believe they're an item that's the one but, thing I'm glad they are, because the only time that anyone ever tries to actually fuck with Kess, it gets nipped in the bud, and even though it means we have to see jealous, annoying Neelix, it also means that, like, Kess just gets to kind of be a human being the rest of the time, and not, like, the object of everyone's fucking boner constantly. That is true. So, as much as I don't like them together, I'm like, thank God they're together, because otherwise, Kess would just be overly sexualized constantly, until they ultimately replace her with... Uh, seven of nine someday well, in the future. Say, I also think like that the writers movie. have Thank kind you. of forgotten about Kess. That's true. They were they, doing more with her previously. Yeah, and I don't. I feel like they're just either they're. I've heard that the actress was having problems on set yeah. at this time, and that might be part of it. Well, she's sort of like getting stuck being defined by her relationship to men again because now it seems like it's her job to like worry about the doctor. Mm. It's mm. like. Yeah, they're not really giving giving her enough to do as her own. Which thing. is too bad because they've established so many things they 
could be doing with her. Well, wait till next week. She we got a good cast boi- episode boiling next week. Tuvok's good, head. Good, good, good. Well, she was also like really good at like she was like doing all the doctory shit while the doctor wasn't doctoring. She seemed mm. to be doing a pretty good job. Oh yeah, they actually. So she's intelligent. She's got a lot of talent. I don't know. I learned, I really like Kess. They actually referenced his uh, memory. Oh, issue they did. Yeah, they did come they did. up. I was never expecting that to come up no, again. No, I was just gonna say that was funny because I feel like when we talked about it, it was like, "Yep," and we'll never see that again. But and it even... came up, and it was like, "Oh, offhand remark." Yeah, it was. It still, still, hasn't... it counts. <laughs> I guess, but yeah. it didn't really have any impact. Who's your no. favorite so far, Justice? After seeing just this one episode. Yeah. From the, just this one episode. Uh, I guess like, Sarah right, Silverman. I mean, God yeah, damn it, there's, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of like, uh, character painting that I get from this episode. Like, Tom Paris has the most going on. Um, that's usually, that's pretty typical for Yeah. Um, but, which, like, fine. Uh, I mean, I, I do like Janeway in this episode. I, I like when she's uh, when she starts threatening Ed Bigley Jr. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was an episode where everything changed and she suddenly seems to have far fewer fucks to give in terms of who she pisses off, and I like that about her. But I mean, here's the thing: like for all I joked about it, her killing Ed Bigley Jr. Like, yeah, he was about to go destroy a solar system. Mm-hmm. He wasn't listening to reason. Blow his ass up. Yeah. Exploding the henchman in the truck was a bit like there, there was a there wasn't a non-lethal option we could have had no, there. Blow him up. We've shown stun settings can work from orbit, like nope. in uh, yeah. this is, they just, piece they of the just action. To blow him up like that seemed a and bit like, much. Oh man, the CG of both the oh. truck blowing up and then the burning wreckage of the that truck. Was, All the burning wreckage. The, the blowing up I thought was interesting enough because it didn't take me out of it. The burning wreckage in the background was, was really bad, awful. and I learned that this is this is Foundation Imaging, which is the group that does Babylon Five. That explains that a lot. That explains a lot. Because yeah, sense. the CG in this episode. Why did they go with them and not their usual five. effects house? Or I think they were transitioning over to using more of them. For, uh, for that's reasons. too bad. Because yeah, like the the Eon looked terrible. The satellite looked terrible. It, the CG I didn't think was the abysmal. satellite looked that bad. I mean, I thought the satellite looked better than, like, because we went from, like, one shot where there was horrible CG go- happening, which maybe was the truck being destroyed, or... No, the, the satellite was earlier. What well, anyway. the van? Because they jumped out of the van, but then the van didn't actually hit the truck, so the van is still driving somewhere. No, no, it had broken down. Yeah. They were trying to yeah, restart yeah, it. Yeah, they... they... It's stalled. That's why they jumped out because they thought the truck was going to hit it yeah. and destroy it. Oh, but then Janeway okay. killed that guy. Truckman's solution was to ram the car, which doesn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, so that Volkswagen is still in the middle of the road. You know, somewhere. you know what the truck driver was thinking right before he got blown up? Ramming speed. Ramming speed. <laughs> I was waiting for that because she did mention at one point that she'd ram Braxton if she had to, and I was sure like, oh, Jake will find an excuse to say ramming speed. Ramming speed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, no. I forgot. No! About Damn ramming it. speed? No, it wasn't a ramming speed. Fuck, what was it? Uh, shit. Well, if I think CGI, of it. CGI, uh, blowing up. The thing. CGI was. The Volkswagen. Sarah Silverman's very 70s oh, we, outfit. Oh, I remember what it was. So, can we just talk about how unrealistic it is that Egg Bagley, Ed Begley Jr. was actually able to reverse engineer? Yeah, 29th century technology. Well, especially because as far as we know, he was just a complete burnout. But it probably, it, it seemed to have taken him, oh no, it took him six months to invent the, the first certain thing, didn't it? Yeah. No, Dang he, it. He, Dang it all. Because it's like, I don't even think, 
you'd be able to figure out how to open the door, open the door, yeah. and turn it on. Also, it yeah, was no, it, crashed. Yeah. So he had to have repaired it. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense that he was able to reverse engineer it. was the peyote. Yeah, that's good. Being be. fair, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, for all the jokes. <laughs> the science was inside you the whole time yeah. at Begley Jr. Like a lot of counterculture <laughs> movements, and the reason a lot of them end up failing in the long run is because a lot of people involved with it are actually, like, super privileged. A lot of the hippies were giant trust fund babies, mm. and it's why they eventually stopped and became the yuppies of the 80s. Like, Ed Begley, for all that, he was like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, he was probably fucking backpacking on his daddy's money in his, like, off time from fucking Yale science classes. Like, that's the thing. Mm. He probably actually was some kind of hyper genius. Again, he was just, like, so many I don't know if daddy bought your way into Yale or whatever you actually could be pretty mediocre but I'm not saying daddy bought his way into Yale he might have actually just been smart because he went to all the best schools for a while but then decided like no way dad I'm gonna be my own person for six months till it becomes inconvenient and then he went back to Yale got his PhD and yada yada you know there's this um people that believe in like the uh the Roswell crash Mm -hmm. some of them believe that all basically this that yeah. all of our modern technology was reverse engineered from the Roswell crash. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a Ferengi ship, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I think Men in Black makes that joke too. And do they do that ninety four Independence Day? I think they might. They Parts do. Of it, yeah. yeah. Well, they say that the ship. So Data says yeah. that the ship <laughs> is the ship that crashed at Roswell. Yeah, but I can't Same remember if they. Way. I can't remember if they say they got. Tech I don't know from it or if not. they say that specifically, but it does make sense because the Apple computer was able to interact with the alien mothership. And uh, yeah, oh, they, shit, they that actually up, yeah, they that would kind of fill in that plot hole yeah. if it was based on their tech. Holy mm-hmm. fuck! Well done. That's I assume that was do the a, a, a computer virus on the. Yeah. yeah. See, I've never heard anyone. Ex- also, our cable TV satellites are also compatible with their yeah. communication. See, systems. I've only ever heard people make fun of that but not suggest that that's why it may be made fuck you just fixed that movie there you go yay yeah. fucking hell well done Jake alright well speaking of and I'm going to take us into our blogtivity for this week yes speaking of reverse engineering tech I wanted to do a special technology themed blogtivity for this week to have a little bit of fun and also just to kind of be a more of a one off blogtivity thing and that's we see so much tech in Star Trek that looks real fun guys and looks like it would be great and if Ed Begley Jr. can do it, then we're going to do it too. Which which Star Trek tech do you guys want in life today? Did, now, can we, uh, as I suggested, like not say Replicator? Because that's just what we're all going to well, say. Let's, let's, let's start with Replicator to knock it off the list. Because that's, yes. It's replicator is anybody that, anybody that doesn't say Replicator is a liar. Yeah. yeah. You're, we're solving world hunger with a replicator. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you thought? Have you thought about all the sex you could have in a holiday? <laughs> I, I mean, this is this is my next point. But but I'm going I'm going to if I bring back a replicator, I can have all the sex I want. I can replicate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Nice. I was thinking you could replicate like a fleshlight. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's true. 
That's all. That is also true. But uh, I'm not creative. I, I could get I could get hella laid if I uh, if I could solve world hunger. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought because you won't, <laughs> you won't be taking some. I could get hella laid if I solve. <laughs> if the if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's that I hate cooking food so fucking much, and it stresses me cook. out all the time. Do you? Yeah. And man, if I had that much more time where I wasn't cooking food all the fucking time, yes, we'd all get hella laid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so God, I, gotta, I hate cooking food. <laughs> I will say that my... You're so good at it. It's such a I'm bummer not, that you don't enjoy it. I like baking cookies. Oh, you do? I hate cooking food. So I will say my first thought that I actually ended up rejecting straight away was was warp drive. Uh-huh. Because I was like, all right, I can have... Where would you go? <laughs> well, not that, but I was like, wait, though. Because if I can only say one thing, right? You can say many things. Oh, you can? I can say one more thing. Let's go through the list. Because the problem with Warp Drive is, because I thought we had to pick one thing. So the problem with Warp Drive is Warp Drive is useless on its own. Because you also... You need a ship. And dampeners and... Right, you need inertial dampeners. If you just had a Warp Drive, you wouldn't be able to do anything. That's true. But say you've got a ship with Warp Drive but no inertial dampeners, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You have a ship with Warp Drive and inertial dampeners but no deflector dish, still probably dead. So you really... Warp Drive doesn't work without inertial dampeners and a deflector dish. Artificial gravity would be nice, although not strictly necessary. That's one thing that doesn't come up a lot with that show, is like, they always talk, oh yeah, the initial warp drive, the initial... Blah, blah, blah. They never mention when artificial gravity was created by who or when, but obviously it was. Um, Wait, don't, don't... Can't we already do that? No. So here's the thing, Chris. You should say oh, warp yeah, drive regardless as, as your, your pick, just so you can say fuck you to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's why we do the vomit comet stuff or whatever in the yeah. airplanes where they do like fake zero G. Exactly. I don't know what I was thinking of. I'm sorry. So I did come up with something else, but we'll get to that. Okay, cool. Um, uh, and oh, yeah, the, right. the transporter is... Uh, oh, yeah. Because if uh, being able to travel... Thousands of miles. Planes are the worst. I, 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 right now, I have my job. I, I, I will have to travel for my job. I went down to Texas a few weeks ago, and oh. if I never get on a, tra- a plane again, and like, or like, have to wait in an airport It'll and then too soon. get delayed. <laughs> and oh. Yeah, like planes are awful. Trans- transporters, even if it's destroying and recreating me, it's a, uh, it's, it's better than a plane. See, that's the thing. I didn't even think of transporters because I think at the end of the day, even if they existed and were available, like you could totally do this, I would be too much of a coward to get in one. Oh, I'd get, wow. you'd get I would, I would be, But you know what yep. happens is, every time I get on a plane now, I close my eyes during the takeoff because that's the most common time for a... Uh, oh, yeah. No, uh, I'm wrong. I don't like traveling via plane either. Yeah. But like, and, and again, the existential crisis of the transporter is too much yeah. and... Yeah, the idea of a trans. At least if you die in a plane your, crash, so you're all you're dead. thinking of is uh, all you're Star thinking Trek of one. Is Star Trek yeah. one. Yeah, but that happens once. That they've shown in the show. Yeah, <laughs> it happens more than that, I'm sure. And certainly on the way to developing this technology, there was not no hiccups. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, we get to see at least two in Enterprise. Oh wait, oh, I don't. No. I didn't say I wanted to fucking test transporters. <laughs> yeah. I said I wanted to have them. Yeah, I want them yeah, fully we're functioning. Any yeah. technology from Star Trek and transporters by the time it forms. Oh, you know. Okay, hey, I'm, speaking of fully functioning. Sorry. Oh, well, yeah, there's always data. I'm just saying, even a 24th century transporter, I'd, I think I'd be too afraid. I don't think I could do it. I'm too much of a coward. I just have nowhere to go. Well, you and, uh, was it, Bones can, yeah. can fight about that for a while. Yeah. You can, uh, or can fight on that uh, on the same side for a while. Form a debate team. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, that's interesting, Justice, because I thought, since I know you've got a four... Oh, I think maybe by the time this airs, he might be five by now. You have a small child-shaped thing. Yeah. That I'm sure you would love to shove in the holodeck for days at a time. Well, to be fair, right now, I, I've already got a VR headset to put him in, and uh, he really loves that. Uh, he, he's probably playing Cosmonius High right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, but he's uh, yeah like and and I know that I would love to like jump into a holodeck, uh, pretend to be James Bond, and then or pretend to be Julian being James Bond. <laughs> <There it laughs> is. That's and uh, and and yes, that would be great. I I'm as as a big video game nerd, that's that's very much in my wheelhouse. But I also like the e the convenience of not having to travel again yeah. might outweigh that. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I don't have ever have to travel, so I don't need that kind of. But here's the bullshit. thing: if, if holodecks actually existed, you wouldn't have to travel because society would collapse. Because <laughs> okay. nobody would ever not be in a holiday. Yeah, Aww. that would certainly make for better Zoom meetings. Well, that's what, the, that's what they always said in uh, the Matrix: is that uh, eventually people started putting themselves in the pods, and they didn't have to censor the books. I don't know a, a Fahrenheit four fifty one reference, but about holodecks, yeah. But I was trying to do. Mm. See, I, there's Cut one downside off. to holodeck video games. Right now, you want to swing a sword in a video game, you push X. In a holodeck, like yeah. The sword won't actually weigh anything if you don't want it to. But you've actually got to go like, ah, and I'm a lazy fucker. <laughs> so it's kind of like, ooh, on yeah, the one you hand, the game's... You don't have to play that game. You can play the get sucked off game. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> the game I want to play. We're, we're all going to, at some point, we're all going to end up in the get sucked off game. It's just a, a fact of life. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think I would love the holodeck for immersive point and click style games. Like, I would love to be Manny Calavera. Like, first person. Oh, yeah. But if I'm going to play an action game, I'm probably still going to sit down in front of a screen and push X. Because I'm uh, a lazy fat fuck. Well, but you could, presumably you could affect the uh, weight of the sword. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, again, yeah. I get that. But I'm just thinking of like, having to actually do the swinging motion. Like, I'm lazy. But yes, I would to like any kind of like adventure game kind of thing that was again point and click type game. Play the fuck out of those on the holodeck. That would be amazing. Fun on a holodeck would be fucking with the scale of things. Yes, like make everything really small so you'd be like a giant. And then take a picture of your dick next to it. Like, here's my dick next to the Empire State Building (laughs) on scale. Being being a kaiju in the holodeck. Yeah, that would be the best. That would be so fun. fun. I would totally be like. Punching down buildings. Oh my god, that sounds fucking great. <sighs> now the holodeck still requires us to like costume ourselves, right? We don't know. We've had this debate so yeah. many oh, times. So well, presumably you could just go in naked and be like, computer, put clothes on me. Yeah, because right? as long as I can like go into the holodeck and like be like, make me a kaiju and I can like look at my hands and it's just like... That would be perfect. <laughs> See, I think it would be kind of great though to actually have it be like a really bad like rubber suit and my face is like you know there's like a hole in the neck and you can just see my face poking out but i'm still like and i'm sure we can mod the software to our uh to our liking yeah i want it just to be one of those like big fluffy onesies Mm, which also has a japanese name that i can't think of what it's called oh yeah Yeah. i wanted to say amigurumi but that's That's gonna be crochet shit i almost said the same thing yeah so what about uh, what about what about other people um all the ones i was gonna say are good so i'm gonna go with um Orb of Time. <laughs> the Bajoran Orb of Time. The Bajoran time. Orb of Time. Fair. Is that tech, though? 
It's the alien it's, tech, it's isn't it? It's alien tech, Because right? they're not actually gods, so yeah. it must be like, alien what, what tech. Would call it? I would call it tech. Yeah, I guess it's, it's just, it's that, what's, what law is that, that science and distinction okay, well, from magic? Okay, well, that, if, that, if, if that's too much for oh, you, yeah, I'm yeah. going to say Braxton's shit. There we go. Uh-huh. See, I, I didn't think of that. I was, my, oh, God, I'm such a racist. I was limiting myself to uh, Starfleet tech. Mm. Oh, interesting. I had been doing the same thing, but, yeah. But you can also I go with, like, cloaking can't. device. Personal cloaking device oh, like the Jemadar have. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I yes, was, what I want is a uh, uh, Tetracel White. <laughs> yeah. I just want to. Oh, no. yeah, I want to be addicted to drugs. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um, cloaking device, like, I think any. If you got a cloaking device, like a personal cloaking device, like you said, the Jemadar have, I don't think anyone could stop you from just going full evil. Yeah. Like, oh, no yeah. matter what, you'd go evil. Oh, yeah. It's Absolutely. pretty much the only option of... Like, how many people would I murder today? Well, that's the thing. It would totally start <laughs> off like, I'm just going to kill the people who deserve it. But then, inevitably, my opinion of who deserves it would yep. grow yeah. broader and broader you turn and broader. into Everything nomad. Ships, yeah. 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 This unit is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here it is next to the Empire State Building for sale. <laughs> 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 Wait, so you so you're talking time travel, Jake? Why like, why do you want a time travel? Who doesn't? Fuck up think, life. Okay, because okay, here's the thing, right? A personal riches, because I could go Hell back yeah. like twenty years and invest in all the money. Right, well, then you could buy everything with money. I tell you what. What were we just saying earlier, Ames? What do you want? More. Yeah. yeah. I would become a trillionaire. Step one. Yep. Step two, I would go back Profit. No, to wait. all points in history and witness all of the things of history. I'd oh, go I'd go like I would personally drive a stake into Jesus's wrist. Uh, <laughs> and it's funny that like it was a nail. Jesus wasn't a vampire. <laughs> uh, that you know of. That's what the fucking church. Uh, yeah, why was thing. he always yeah. trying to suck my blood? No, no, he was trying to make us no, drink. His, oh, that's he, still a vampire. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. Well, we wanted him to drink. He wanted us to drink his, his blood, so that we would become, become his vampire. disciples. Christians. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, he just blew I mean, the lid off of this. Uh, no, he blew the cap. Church always knew. No, but I, 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 I'm like now. I'm waiting for like the Vatican I agents poke, to dive poke, in and I kill us all. Julius Caesar a couple times. I'd go and I would participate in <laughs> every two, Jake and every historical killing. Wow. <laughs> this reminds. This is. This sounds like infringed when you just Ripper see the observer in all historic moments yeah. in history. There's, there's that. John Wilkes Jake. You're, the, you're the guy who uh, that that photo from the 1920s where it looks like a guy has a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's funny that you're like all going backwards because if I had a time machine, I would, I would be much more of like exploring the future kind of person. No, I don't want to know true. how bad things get. Yeah, I was well, gonna say. Well, I, presumably, I, I can if I know how bad things get, I can at least uh, either either I learn that things get horrible and. We're we're not going to do any. Uh, we, I know not true. to go then there. You can just go full nihilist and enjoy the rest of your life and become addicted to drugs. Or catch I can, white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I can finally get my hands on that catch yourself white every way anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's the thing. Like, yeah, the future would be cool if it were Back to the Future 2015 future, but what I think the future is going to look ass. like is not cool. Well, yeah. I am. I am. The eternal optimist. Mm. I, I like people have been predicting the end of the uh, end of the world for uh, thousands of years, and so far, still going. Yeah, I guess I feel like I definitely follow sort of the Star Trek 
thing, which is like, yeah, the future will be better, but we have to hit rock bottom first, yeah. mm. which is more believable than just getting better just because. Yeah. I will say, if I had access to time travel, that's a good, I wish I'd thought of time travel. All the stupid things I'd like to do, assuming I can do more than one thing, I'd like to go see the Beatles rooftop concert. Yeah. Mm. Just go be in the crowd there. That'd be pretty sweet. I'd also kill John Lennon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Honestly, he kind of no, no, no. All you gotta <laughs> do, All you gotta do is whisper to, uh, to Mark David Chapman that he's, hey, I think after you took that photo, he made fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you have, Ames? I was gonna ask, did you say holly to Caitlin, or did you, did, did I make up? Oh, I haven't holiday? answered yet. Oh. oh, I'm gonna let you answer then. She didn't say holodeck. No. <laughs> holodeck. No, of course I was going to say holodeck because that's what you expect, but instead I've decided to um, focus in more on Data's positronic cock. And uh, that's it. Perfectly functional. So fully so, functional. Fully functional. Androids. You want you want a you want a, uh, a fully sentient sapient creature to be a sex doll. <laughs> No, no. Jesus I want, I want one that has like been that. legally established uh, to have its own will <laughs> and humanity as a sex doll. Okay, okay. No, <laughs> so, not, so not data, but F8. Caitlin can have F8. I'm no, saying, what's F8? Is that the really messed up one? Because no, I'm no, going to be really taking advantage of that. No, no, that, that, was, that was that one Before from Picard who led the like uprising in the first season. I don't remember. Yeah. Before. But Before all she was saying the is, dopey data. All she dope said one, that's is, what I meant. I don't want to fuck dopey she data. She wants Zoom-type <laughs> androids to exist, and then she can just seduce one, and he can willingly... Introduce what about her. exocomps? Because they can create any sort of accoutrement on the front that they want. Why don't we just stick with the hollow suite? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds very complicated. He's the one that mentioned exocomps. I don't want exocomps involved. Like, Those like, are like someone's pet robots. I definitely don't want to fuck someone's pet robot. Like, no, she wants the, the robot to fall in love with her of its own volition, not just be programmed to fall Yeah, what are you trying to say? No robot can love me, Jake? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm not saying it can't. I'm just saying it won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying that... For, At two justice. <laughs> for the purpose of fucking, the holodeck is definitely superior. No, that's true, but yes. Does right. the cum just fall on the floor when you are you turn it off? Yep, I mean, and then you turn on the self-cleaning like an goes, oven. It goes directly into the replicator. Seriously, so like, if you go by... <laughs> right, it just reclaims. Oh. It's, see, the thing is... TNG tried to have that discussion dealt with without saying it outright. Because originally, if you remember, and this eventually just stopped being a thing, if you turned off the holodeck with people inside, the people would have been killed. What that means is when you turn off a hol, you leave the holodeck, you turn it off, anything biological left behind is disintegrated. Ah. Which would have included anything you've left behind. So I think that's, you know. But again, that ended up being not a thing, it's obviously. Have like a self-cleaning oven section, yeah. Yeah. But that's what it yeah, what it was originally. Is that you turn it off and it's self cleaning. You, you you turn the fan on when you leave the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the holodeck, you oh, no. take a dump. Oh my god! Does Every that time come yeah. we always get back. So Ames. Oh, okay, my answer is way more practical and possibly useful to society, but that's because I'm I don't know don't have the creativity you guys have. Medical tricorder. Oh, I was thinking that earlier too. Holy shit! I don't know how often I get on like Jake's nerves when he has to remind me, Ames, you can't be both a hypochondriac and have a fear of hospitals. You can't have both. You can. can. You can. Haven't you heard of the staph infection? Obviously, you can do both. That's true. 
Well, you definitely can. I'm just saying it's unwise. It's funny that I didn't even think oh, of yes. that because literally the other day I was bemoaning the fact that it's 2022 and we still don't have like practical, common, like everyday jet injectors yet. Mm. Like they exist. Jet injectors? Hypo sprays. Oh. The... Or, or dermal regenerators, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Well, so if this cut hadn't been so deep, they said they could have just slapped on some like fake skin, but Ooh. it was just a bit too deep. Do they actually say fake just... skin, or do they say they were going to super glue you? New skin. Different. Well, they said like some kind of foam. Sometimes there is, yeah. is just there is like a work. fake skin that was invented by a friend of mine's dad. No shit. No shit. They used Neat. to use cobwebs. Yeah. That's right. I knew yeah. that. Gross. They um, helped coagulate the, the spider's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. But yeah, no, like their medical tech, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, because then, you know, you don't have to worry about, oh no, I have a disease I don't understand. Whoop, 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 whoop. You're cured. Be, Yay! Well, shit, here's the thing. You just, you just said the tricorder. So, like, again, it's kind of like how the, the warp tri- engine The tricorder needs. will tell you how you're going to die. It's oh, not okay. necessarily going <laughs> to fix you. It's like, Damn it. well, <laughs> we got this tricorder. Oh, boy, that disease. We don't know how to cure that. <laughs> <laughs> Should have cured my bonitis. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the bio bed because I think that oh, all bio oh, bed. That, that yes, is, that's good. That's good. Yeah, their medical tech again would be nice. In Let's general, just, have just the EMH. Yeah, mm. you know, that's yes. like a friend and a doctor. Especially if it's it's the one from this, you know, just as sassy, looks like Bob Picardo. Yeah, we just have okay, a Bob Picardo. I fuck him. If he consents. They never mentioned fully functional with respect to the doctor. Fair He's enough. a hologram. He can you can do mod he him. Wants. We have talked about how he probably can alter his appearance. Look, you can get a mod that makes it so that you can play RE5? 4? I don't know, one of them. With Leon Kennedy, buck-ass naked, with his schlong waggling around. I thought it was... Uh, didn't my uncle show us that? Yeah, once? he did. Okay. <laughs> but uh, either like, way... Wait a second. So we can have nude Four mods... <laughs> with uh With... with uh, they could totally make a dick mod. I mean, for I'm pretty sure. Uncle showed you this. My uncle is like. Do you like... need to talk to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so this happened like only like two or three years ago. Okay. And also, he's our age. It was okay. Well, first oh, of yeah. all, way more than two or three years ago. That long uh, time has lost all meaning. Yeah. True. But we were but all grown ass all, adults. He's like 13 years older than me, and so we're very much of the, of like close in age. Yeah. So we kind of enjoy. But no. Yeah, we're all <laughs> we're all grown ass adults. We both enjoy animated. swinging. I'm only dogs. a year older than my oldest nephew, so I understand this entire. Thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like some of the very first video game mods that I knew of were like make Laura Croft naked mods. Yeah. Oh, Except now, I'm so they upset that you asked about whether or not my uncle was like molesting us now because <laughs> I was going to say, holy shit, can I mod it so that Robert Picardo has Macho Man Randy Savage's face and then fuck him. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah. Oh yeah, you can. Oh, You're going to snap into that slim <laughs> Or one of our best episodes, or one of our worst episodes. Why not both? Like like Future's End, it's a little of both. Yeah. I have a couple of honorable mentions I wanted to bring up. Just I thought of them, but I don't know how practical they are. Um, Communicators, obsolete. (laughs) Sorry, communicators. We're all we've already bettered you. Um, Although I Jake, do, I wouldn't mind the clip point. Uh, that's tapping true. One. Oh cool. yeah, same yeah. They do also have like. You can get a Bluetooth that does that. 
They yeah, do. It doesn't work great. I watched good. Michael Fisher's review. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Jake already mentioned cloaking technology. Oh, the, they used to have those lie detector things. Oh, yeah. That those... never come up when they're nope. actually useful. Mm. Yep. Um, they're called uh, the, the ships. Oh, God. What, what's her fucking name? I uh, sense that. Troy? You, Troy. Oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ships counselors. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, but um, she never could do that. She was just always like, no, I can't get a read. I don't know, Captain. God. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> a special shout out to the wall stairs from TOS. Wall stairs. Remember they used to have to lay on the bio Oh bed yeah, did the, the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made checkoffs. Well, that was just like exercise equipment. Yeah, yeah. Those oh. were kind of fun. Universal Translator could be kind of fun. So that was uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. actually my answer. Oh. Really? When I set aside warp drive because I thought I could only say one thing and therefore it was useless, I fell on uh, Universal Translator because. Because you don't want to have to learn another language. Well, I, I, I just, I envy polyglots. Mm. I've never had a head for languages. I'm so bad. I have a shitty memory. So teaching me the grammar isn't too bad, but I can never remember the fucking vocab. Yep. He can't remember language. He remembers that time my uncle showed us Resident Evil 5 modded with Leo. Yeah, no, I have, a, I have a memory for the most useless garbage. <laughs> so I can't remember vocabulary. I would like to travel more, and I'd like to be able to go to nations where they don't speak English and be fine and i i would honestly like that would be great although also then another thought i had because of you know my fear of teleporters but also god fucking planes anti-gravity shuttle pod oh anti-gravity because they you know like that i feel like i would i would feel a little safer in an anti-grav thing than an airplane because airplanes still strike me as magic i know the theory behind lift it still confuses the fuck out of me but yeah, but yeah, Universal Translator is what I had landed on initially because again, I just I like the idea of being able to just talk to anybody, and I'm too stupid to learn a new language. And even if I Darbak and Yolanda Tanagra. Yeah, like I feel like even if I had the head for, I could maybe learn one if I really applied myself. But there are so many out there. There's like tens of them. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, the Universal Translator is is getting closer to, to be a real thing too. We are I, getting there. I like I when I was still working with Michael Fisher, I uh, edited the review for the Travis Translator, which was uh, like a Universal Translator. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I I do realize that there is maybe a non-zero chance we'll see something acceptable life, yeah. within my lifetime. But I would love just right now to have that minuscule, like it fits in my pocket, just little, just go anywhere. Not only do I hear them, it somehow translates me for them and, yeah, and somehow then you also their lip he- flaps you hear, work. You hear the nuance too, is it yeah. something that, that you don't often Which see? Which that I think we won't have within my life. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, it'll probably still be very literal translation-y. But yeah, and, I, and, I, and there's that that DS9 episode where, like, even if it's a language it's never encountered before, it's it, it'll you'll start off hearing something you don't understand, and then oh, it, it will slowly translate. Yeah, 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 exactly. We encountered a language in this that we didn't understand a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah? That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, those assholes. But I don't think we'd ever did, did it? I don't think they it ever eventually really... figured it out. A little. Well, didn't, or... Henry, didn't Harry Kim have to kind yeah, of... Yeah, to something it, yeah. I don't know. He's like, I think they're saying go Jim away in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the last thing on my on my shout out list is the whatever you want the hell this is device that we saw in Picard. <laughs> Remember that fucking thing, the MacGuffin thing? Oh yeah, the like the thing that looked like a sex toy. Yeah, that looked kind of like a like a special harmonica but, kazoo. Yeah, but it was like a magic hand replicator. The, yeah, and oh, it was that the thing you made all the faces with? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about made that. Made all the what with? Faces. But it also fixed the ship in ways you can't understand. Yeah, I forgot about that. Faces? 
It was there was a thing where where Girardi rep- multiplied her face, and then Picard used it to multiply the ship a whole bunch of times. Yeah, that's right. I forgot all about that thing. And tricked the Romulans into thinking there was a whole fleet. Sensor ghosts. Here's the thing. I know that I watched this show, and I believe that you're telling me the truth. But the fact that me, I can remember absolutely none of this I'll, is I'll, I'll sum awful. it up for you. Mass Effect. <laughs> Mass Effect, but bad. It was very okay, bad. now let's be fair. Let's be fair. It wasn't completely bad because at least you got to look at Rios. Well, everything relating to the <laughs> ha- to, everything good. relating cool. to the to the to the fucking magic fingers device uh, is bolt is it was bad because it was like this MacGuffin thing that was introduced is like oh you'll find this useful traveler. It was like it was like something like I've an NPC clo- like an I've NPC gave it to them. It will help you on your way. It was way. like the NPC gave it to them and then it immediately became the most critical part of the show. Mm. Oh, so it's going to be one of those what do you call it? Uh Oh, like a key item? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> you Got it in one. Away by mistake. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway. Is there is there any other tech that we could think of cuz that that's my my limits of yeah I think anything that's kind of basically we want all of it <laughs> i would like the pills that grow back the kidneys thanks doc oh that'd be Thank nice you, doc. okay so let let i think just to make it fair though let's all pick one we really want we'll say replicator goes without saying yeah, yeah replicator is the obvious answer yeah like i said mine was the tricorder or really tricorder medical bullshit <laughs> I mean, now after hearing everybody else's arguments, I think I would probably want the transporter because I want to go places cheaply and fastly. Yeah, I think I'm a transporter guy. <clears throat> I'm sick with time machine. That's fair. That is so fair. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Universal Translator. All right. Ah, changing up from warp drive. Well, I, well, like I said, because if it's we, only we one, we got all the way around, uh, and nobody said the the holo suite uh, or the holodeck. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm impressed with how little you guys are uh, dumping your cum into just a room. <laughs> I'm 38. I just eh. I'm already just dumping cum in my room. What the <laughs> fuck do I care? Please. Yeah, but I could do it with like Kate Beckinsale. Who's Weird. Kate Beckinsale? Any era of Kate Beckinsale. Uh, she that? was in uh, those vampire movies. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's also in better things, but that's all I can think of right those now. Vi- Underworld, like Twilight. Oh. Huh? Oh yeah, British? she's beautiful. Yeah. She's, she's a good actress, too. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, she's pretty good. Um, Sarah Silverfield. <laughs> Every Ooh. Rios hologram. Jason Rios. Momoa. Jason Momoa. You can slam down on that. Well, as usual, it's been a delight having Justice on the show, making things filthier than they needed to have been. Thanks, uh, Justice. I'm really happy to have been here. Thank you for having me back. Thank you for joining us and having this, of all things, be your first experience of Voyager. Voyager. It's so like... Not what the show normally is in some regards, just because they're mostly in the nineties. No, I understand that it's uh, normally this is like it's like threshold, but uh... no. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: <laughs> threshold is mostly good, except it, for the end. It just it the ending just beefs it so hard, but you actually get some really great work from Robert Duncan McNeil. Some really interesting ideas. They just. We did just listen to our episode about it. It's actually not as bad as people say until you get to the end. And that end is so bad, it drags the average down so hard. And I understand why it is low. Because that end really does just fuck things up so much. Anyway. Anyway, we've got more stuff to talk about next week, which is always exciting for us. We're continuing voyaging through Voyager. And the episodes next week are going to be Warlord and The Q and the Grey. One guess as to who's in that one. Fuck, I've been waiting for this one. The Q and the... 
Gray. Hmm. Oh, man. Um, gray. <laughs> I do gray like is you. Earl Gray, hot, delicious. So that'll be next week. We'll also be doing more of our activity stuff next week. It'll be a good time. Check out this activity. It's going to be written up on our Tumblr page. And check out all of our other great blog activities on the Tumblr page, SSHB Podcast. You can friend us and on the Facebook and the Twitter. You can listen to all the past episodes over on the SoundCloud. And you can just generally enjoy fucking life. Wow. Groovy. Uh, groovy. Everyone, I have been the Freakosaurus Ames. I've been the Freakazoid Caitlin. I'm here. Oh, I'm Jake, <laughs> and I'm also a freak. Uh, I'm the Dilophosaurus, or whatever. I don't, I don't really know. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well Beautiful. done. Uh, thanks for having me, Justice Perry. Yay! You can email Justice. me at... No, I'm not. <laughs> DMs and FRs open. <laughs> if you're Kate Beckinsale. That's right. Oh my god, I just remembered. This is good closing commentary shit. It's not, it's terrible. But I was on Etsy the other day, and Etsy was like, would you like some fucking Ensign Chekhov nipple clamps? And I was like, yes! (laughs) But see, the downside was, it was specifically Anton Yelchin from Into Darkness, so he was in a red shirt. Yeah, but that's why I'm going to buy them and paint them yellow. Oh, there we go. And then affix them to my nipples. This sounds... Hot? No. Right? This sounds like disrespecting the dead. Oh, come Mm. on, Ames. I said I was going to repaint him first. (laughs) Okay, in that case. (laughs)